This is chapter 9 and it's the final ayahuasca ceremony. I felt good going into this ceremony and I sat in the same chair and mat set up as I had done for the ceremony previously. And as the ceremony progressed, I was becoming more zen-like, I've wrote in my journal. I still couldn't watch people drink though, so I just sat with my eyes closed, tried to focus on my breathing, which was getting easier to do. And when it was my turn to drink, I approached the altar, I guess it's called, um, repeating the, the mantra, love and evolution. And the cup was slightly less full than the previous time. Again, it tasted vile. So when I sat down, I lit a mapacha just to try and help deal with the, uh, the taste. I felt a little less connected to the Icaros this time. And I think this was because I'd gone in with some expectations, which with any psychedelic you can't do. You just have to go and ride the experience as it comes. I went in with the expectation of uh, time travel again, the same as the, the previous ceremony. It didn't happen, um, but I just, again, I just felt really calm all the way through the night. Although there was nothing uh, interdimensional or spectacular in this ceremony, being in the, again, what I've described in my journal as zen-like was enough. And I think that's one of the major lessons from this whole experience was just being calm and realising I am not my thoughts. When the ceremony ended, I felt a, a tinge of sadness because it was the, the last one and I, I sat for a while in the Maloka and just soaked up the, the energy and the experience. There was people sat talking outside the Maloka which had happened a couple of times even though it had been advised that if anyone wanted to talk after the ceremony the go maybe back to the room so they don't disturb anybody that's that's maybe still deep in the ayahuasca experience. So I was a little disappointed at that. But that, that just passed. And uh, again, I just sat and relished uh, being in the environment, embraced the moment. And I was sat looking at a candle. It was the, the last candle that was still alight. And I sat and watched the flame fighting for its life, I guess. Uh, it would dwindle down to barely a flicker and then catch again and roar back into life. And I watched this, I'm not sure for how long, but as the talking outside the Maloka got louder, I was finding myself less in the moment. So I wished the flame well uh, and went back to my room and I was still hoping that I was in for, for some interdimensional travel back in the room. 
so whilst I'm laid on my bed in pitch black still under the effects of the, the ayahuasca I was laid with my eyes closed and what I did experience was uh, a series of electric shocks and it's it, it reminded me of when you're watching a film and someone's getting a, uh, a charge from a defibrillator and the whole body convulses that's what it felt like my, my whole body convulsed and I felt a, a pulse of energy radiate through me um, and I could uh, in the third person I could see the, the the waves of energy pulsing through my body like a, a bright light um, and it happened a couple of times it was a, a really another really bizarre experience the next day I walk with uh, a feeling of sadness that the experience was over but also excited as to what the future would bring we said our goodbyes to the staff over dinner um, the job they do is, is unreal they're literally carrying people to the toilet if needed um, whilst people under the influence of ayahuasca um, some people ended up in uh, in more of a mess than others and the staff the, the helpers had to literally strip them down shower them dress them um, and it's a yeah it's a really an amazing job that they do and the, they do it all with love I didn't get any sense of bitterness from them after I'd made my way round the staff I said goodbye to Don Howard again um, and a few a few of the people in the group with plans to say goodbye to the rest of the group the following day at the final talking circle I recounted my experience of the previous ceremony um, and I took this opportunity to, to thank everyone and say what an honour it had been to share the experience with them uh, and I, I got emotional as well started crying because um, it was a the whole thing was a was a powerful experience and the final entry in my journal from this experience I've wrote it'll be sad to leave but I'm also excited to head home and integrate what I've learned I've no doubt I'll be back in the future it's just a matter of when taking the medicine and being in Peru is only a small part of uh, the whole process same with with any psychedelic um, the integration part where you integrate the lessons learned whilst under the influence in everyday life and trying to be um, become a better person be a better human that's that's the difficult part as much as ayahuasca can be a difficult experience at times trying to change your everyday life and routines and thought processes which can be so deeply ingrained that's where the real work begins and I've wrote in my, my journal 
uh, couple of weeks after leaving Peru. It's got the title Integration. It seems hard not to fall into the same behaviour patterns since being back home. I'm in such a deep routine with training and teaching. The weeks fly by, which is scary if I stop and think about it. And that's the crux, having time to stop and think. And that's something I've got better at over time is just having more moments during the day where I can just stop. I'm not doing anything in particular. There's nothing, I'm not thinking about what I need to do. I'm just putting a, a full stop in my day so I can process what's happened up to that point. So I'm ready, I can be in the moment for the rest of the day. And I guess that's all I've got to say about my ayahuasca experience. Um, it was one of the most difficult and challenging things I've done thus far. Totally worth it. Um, and whilst I can't advocate that everybody, it's for everybody, um, if you're feeling the draw and you, the pull to ayahuasca, um, by all means have the experience uh, if anyone's got any any questions or anything I've missed or would like to know anything more if anyone's still listening by now I'll gladly answer the questions I've still got my Wachuma experience which was again in Peru in the same place to recount um, I'll share my DMT experiences and more recently my microdosing psilocybin um, oh, and also my uh, heroic doses of psilocybin um, those are all to come thanks for listening